1: Hi, I'm Huang Rui, and on today's Alight on Literature, we continue to present the book The Sound of Salt Forming, Short Stories by the Post-80s Generation in China, published by the Foreign Language Teaching and Research Press in 2016. On today's show, we present you the fourth part of the story, Rough Guest Couple, written by Ma Xiaotao and translated by Li Liangu. The author Ma Xiaotao, born in 1982, is a member of the Chinese Writers' Association. Previously a Rough Guest Couple.
2: Wen Xiaonan affected a haughty look, as if reluctantly deigning to accept a subordinate suggestion. Lelia had always thought her phony demeanor extremely attractive, having now been gradually overwhelmed visually. If she were pretentiously cute, then never mind. But she was truly cute, so cute that she didn't act her age, which completely exhausted him.
1: In this episode
2: The next day, Leilia appeared alone at the dinner table. Luckily on this occasion, Huenxian was the only family member absent. Everyone brought their girlfriend or boyfriend and came in pairs. He, alone, a married man, starting to gain weight, was swallowed up by the crowd. Where's your better half? Why didn't she come? Your cat isn't sick again, is it? Feng Yu's girlfriend inquired about Wen Xiaonuan warmly. She's not feeling well. Lelia felt like he was sitting on pins and needles. He regretted having tolerated Xiaonuan's stubbornness so easily. He should have told her directly that he required her presence. The beauty hides in her golden chamber. Your wife doesn't work every day The stay at home immortal and to think she could still get sick. Feng Yu's girlfriend's eloquence made Lelia even more uncomfortable. A coincidence. Actually, she wanted to come. I thought she shouldn't torment herself by coming all this way, so I just let her rest. Lelia pretended to be relaxed while playing along, but in his heart he cursed Wen Xiaonuan. Last time, your excuse was having to take Maymay to the doctor, treating a stray cat like a princess, and if it really had been sick, a day earlier or later wouldn't make any difference. Full-time wife that you are, you could at least give a man some face and socialise a little. Do you mean to treat that rough-cast apartment as your utopia and endure freedom and solitude for the rest of your life? Meanwhile, Wen Xiaonan was completely at ease. With Leila gone, she didn't have dinner pressures. She simply made some soy milk and used a residue to make some bean cakes. A cup of beans eaten dry and wet solved her dinner problem. She nestled into the computer chair, drinking soy milk and watching The Big Bang Theory season four. Lelia wasn't there, so she might as well turn on the stereo. No need to creep around wearing headphones. Little did she know that while he ate his hot pot, her husband was secretly decrying her various vices. She wouldn't sleep. She wouldn't get up. She wouldn't work. She wouldn't study. She wasn't considerate and she couldn't discern people's feelings. She wasn't an adult at all. She was regressing. Chapter 6 The war began when Lelia discovered that a 2,500 yuan expense had been added to his dependent credit card. That was at noon, when according to her routine, Wen Xia Nguyen should have already crossed from light to deep sleep and now be dead to the world. But Lalia's cell phone text message informed him that his dependent credit card had been swiped. The amount was not trivial, in fact, it was quite a substantial amount. The card was in Wen Xia Nguyen's hands, meaning that for the first time she wasn't sleeping, but spending. Lalia wanted to call and ask if this amount was reasonable. He had thought that since their marriage, Sunwen had already learned how to cut expenses, so he oughtn't be too tough on her. But it was the money that he had earned, so he had to understand every expense. He curbed his curiosity and decided to get to the bottom of it when he returned home from work. However, to his surprise, when Sunwen wasn't home, the woman of the house had gone out, and by dinner time, she still hadn't had enough. Lelia was already used to coming home and having hot soup and hot water waiting for him. Suddenly, facing a coal pot and stove, he was really feeling out of his element. Just as he pondered whether to give Wen a call, he heard the sound of a key turning in the lock. Oh, I'm so sorry, dear. I didn't realise how difficult the roads are to navigate at night. Traffic all the way. Wen headed straight for the kitchen, carrying turnips and broccoli. As the living room floor was covered with totally outdated vinyl flooring, changing shoes at the door was simply a matter of comfort and had little to do with cleanliness. When Xiao didn't have time to change out of her high heels, she had the air of a fully responsible main chef. A sated man knows not a hungry man's appetite. "'Of course you don't know how bad rush hour traffic is. "'The roads are jammed like crazy. "'The subway isn't jammed, but the crowds can crush you into a photograph. "'The trials of work aren't restricted to the workplace. "'The journeys to and from work are the gravest tests.' Lelia was angry at Wen Xiaonan's ignorance of the difficulty of making a living as reflected in her comments, but he liked her enthusiastic attitude toward the kitchen. "'What were you doing getting home at this hour? "'Were you joining the mayhem of the workers?' I was taking your advice to expand my horizons, to continue to improve myself, to avoid losing touch with society and not create an ever-increasing gap between Your Highness and myself. Window shopping as a means to observe society? Today happened to be Lulu's days off, I signed up for a class, then she and I went shopping. You have been listening to Roughcast Couple, a short story selected from the book. The Sound of Salt Forming, short stories by the post-80s generation in China, edited by Song Gong and Yang Qingxiang and published by the Foreign Language Teaching and Research Press. The author of the short story, Ma Xiaotao, was born in 1982. She is a member of the Chinese Writers' Association and an editor at People's Literature. She was the first prize winner in the New Concept Writing Competition in 2001. When Lelia Heard signed up for a class, his eyes gleamed. He couldn't believe that his oblique urgence had actually penetrated Wen Shanwin's consciousness. Suddenly, she had had an awakening. I was wondering at noon why there had been that withdrawal on the credit card. Now, I see my wife is about to charge her batteries. Yep, I even listened into a class so as to spend money where it counts. Taste first, buy later. My wife's really thrifty in running the home. Lelia said as he embraced Xiao Nguyen from behind. "'Wait till I'm done studying. I'll bake a blueberry cake for you,' when Xiao Nguyen was moved by Lelia's tenderness and paused in the middle of cutting the broccoli. "'What did you say?' Lelia suddenly felt that something was wrong and grasped Xiao Nguyen's shoulders firmly. "'I said, when I'm done studying, I'll be able to bake a cake. When the time comes, I'll make blueberry cake, your favorite. when Xiao Nguyen was still laughing. "'What class did you sign up for?' "'Baking, of course!' You spent two thousand five hundred on a class to learn how to bake a cake. Are you sure you're not kidding? Lelia's neck veins popped out like two garlic stems. Yep, I signed up for a Western dessert class. Wasn't it you who wanted me to go? I originally didn't want to spend that much. Wenseanuen slowly started to cut the turnips. You're so good to me. Are you mentally ill? The broadcasting department's work placement rate was almost 100%, but you haven't had a formal job since graduation. I was afraid your being cooped up long-term would make you useless, so I suggested you go learn something useful. But you've got water on the brain and have decided to learn how to make cakes. 2500 is half my month's salary. It's a month's worth of housing loan repayments, and you casually stuffed it into the cake chef's pocket. What's the point of your learning that? Do you really think you're a Chef, look at our home, concrete floors, tattered sofa, more like a construction site than the real thing, except for that kitchen, oven. Baking pan and soy milk machine. Your setup is more complete than a small restaurant. You really think your stomach's full and you're warm enough, and you're so relaxed and comfortable. Every day, a new idea for making those wacky things. I felt you had nothing to do, so I didn't bother you. Now you've become a fanatic, and it's never going to end. Are you crazy? You. Lelia simply couldn't control his emotions. Even Xiao Nguyen's tears failed to soften his heart. At that moment, he thought she was preposterous, so ignorant, good for nothing. Aside from outlandish behaviour, she was only capable of tears. You said you'd care for me. You wanted me to cultivate new interests. This is who I am. I don't have the fight in me. I'm not ambitious. I'm lazy. I'd rather starve than go out and seek food. I was like this when I married you. I've always been like this. Why are you so angry? When Xiaonuan's anger was rising too, and she even raised her leg to kick Lelia The hardness of her high heels was enough to make Lelia wince. He felt as if he were hallucinating. This cruel and unabashed woman who admitted she'd rather starve than seek food was his long-time love that he had taken home and continued to love. She had already shamelessly entered retirement in her twenties, self-indulgent in an almost surreal way and living a dreamlike existence. He had told her to go out and study, and she had madly signed up for a baking class. He had scolded her a little, and she had furiously kicked him. I'm going out. He glanced at her face, contorted with tears, and left. You have been listening to Roughcast Couple, a short story selected from the book The Sound of Salt Forming, short stories by the post-80s generation in China edited by Song Gong and Yang Qingxiang and published by the Foreign Language Teaching and Research Press. The author of the short story, Ma Xiaotao, was born in 1982. She is a member of the Chinese Writers' Association and an editor at People's Literature. She was the first prize winner in the New Concept Writing Competition in 2001. There was a barbecue shop at the entrance to the local district. Lelia ordered a beer and kebabs and together with the slightly sad looking tables and chairs he looked like a thwarted man. The reality and the appearance were not much different. He really was thwarted. Everything was so ordinary except his wife and she irritated him. He didn't want to remain outside lost in thought but he was afraid to go home. That was when went home. He she spent all all of her time inside with the mess and the shabbiness, getting on without being bored by him. But he, he was just responsible for going out early and coming home late, with only microscopic rights to every detail in that apartment. He loved Shanwen, but couldn't control that feeling of apprehensive tedium. Her laissez-faire attitude even carried with it an air of decay. He suspected that he and his life had already embarked on a set course in the unfinished apartment with his Unambitious woman as a partner, cuddling a few abandoned cats until his death. Come back, that's enough. Come back, and I'll stir fry you some eggs. When Sao Nguyen's text message appeared just in time. She wasn't good at getting mad, and the anger could always be dissipated by a few phrases. She had spent 2,500 yuan to sign up for a class for retarded dessert making losers, and she thought that stir frying a few eggs would dispel his anger. Leilier, filled with half-released anger opened the apartment door he couldn't convince himself to dismiss her immaturity he secretly thought that she was beyond help and that any further argument was just like strumming music to a cow the faded little dining table was laid with a plate of broccoli and a plate of eggs Wen Saoen sat frozen in front of the computer several cats cruelly ate their canned cat food everyone was in their places except for him lying on the bed It was a replay of the scene of the previous day. Leila dived straight under the covers without a word. Watching that hunchback, his eyes suddenly moistened. He wasn't sure whether it was the wine that he'd drunk or the bright lights. He couldn't think of any other reason. That silhouette had remained there at the foot of the bed for years, yet it seemed just a day. It had long been a habit. How could tears not be accustomed to a habit? Chapter 7 After the fight, the two of them remained awkward for a few days. Le went back and forth to work as usual and Wen Xiaonuan still did the laundry and cooked. It was just that their conversation was a little more circumspect. Wen Xiaonuan started attending class every Monday, Wednesday and Friday evening. That damn baking class. The day after Lelia scolded her, she tried to cancel her registration and get back the fee, but was told that she would not be refunded the full amount. If she couldn't attend, she could only be reimbursed 70%. She didn't think it was necessary to lose 30% for nothing, so she could only bite the bullet and study Western dessert-making under the watchful gaze of Lelia. Initially, she learned to make muffins and the like, things she had already tried out herself. She decided to economise a little further, so after learning all those fancy chef hors d'oeuvres, she'd bake a huge cake to show off to the Lei Then, her baking career would shed that amateur chef's hat and they would be able to dine regularly on elegant desserts, and Lei would be very satisfied with a round stomach. On Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, Lei didn't enjoy timely dinners anymore. He had to wait until Xiao Nguyen had finished her class and came home to eat a delayed dinner. Normally, he'd come back a little earlier than when Xiao Nguyen. He hadn't cooked in a few years and was used to finding Xiao Nguyen whenever he felt hungry. He thought of Xiao Nguyen before she had graduated. In that truly embarrassing apartment, it was always he wearing the apron and she standing nearby. She even had to pause to think whether boiling noodles required her to put in the water or the noodles first. Remembering this, he suddenly thought, you couldn't say she hadn't grown up at all, at least she's matured in the kitchen. Because of her, no matter how upset he was, his stomach was always satisfied and warm. So, when Wen Wen came home carrying a baked carrot cake, he didn't forget to pinch her cheek while wolfing the cake down. This wasn't to express violence, but kindness. Usually when the two of them had a little falling out, they always experienced a short period of ice breaking. The signs of full reconciliation, besides hugging, kissing and other such close bodily contact could also include pinching, pressing, scratching and clawing. "'Say, how about I make a cake this Saturday's classmate reunion?' Wen Xiaonuan asked, very encouraged. "'How did you know about the reunion? I haven't had time to tell you yet.' Lelia almost choked and broke out into a sweat, wondering how Wen Xiaonan could be so well-informed." You have been listening to Roughcast Couple, a short story selected from the book The Sound of Salt Forming, short stories by the post-80s generation in China, edited by Song Gong and Yang Qingxiang and published by the Foreign Language Teaching and Research Press. The author of the short story, Ma Xiaotao, was born in 1982. She is a member of the Chinese Writers Association and an editor at People's Literature. She was the first prize winner in the New Concept Writing Competition in 2001. There was to be a little party over the weekend. One of the friends had returned after going abroad to study for a master's degree. A few people in their class were arranging get-together. Leilie had decided to go. Besides the study abroad dude, there were also a few people he hadn't met in a long time. But the classmates made it into a big deal, and they decided the meeting should coincide with Xiao Ting's housewarming party. Xiao Ting wasn't just anyone. She was Leilie's freshman year girlfriend. Although there had been nothing untoward in their past, it was better to cherish the memories than to meet again. To be frank, there was nothing for Lelia to cherish. He just didn't want to see her. It had been almost ten years since Lelia had had feelings for this ex-girlfriend. In his memory, were just an initial little heart flutters and a peaceful parting. From beginning to end, the two of them were together for less than a year. They had already broken up more than two years before when Xia enrolled in college. During the breakup, they promised to be friends, but there was a tacit understanding that they'd have nothing to do with each other. Later on in college, Leilie couldn't remember if he ever talked to Shao Ting. It was as if they'd blocked each other out already. Whenever they passed each other, there was no acknowledgement. Leilie had initiated the breakup. He couldn't stand Xiao Ting's pretentiousness. She had a carefully sculpted appearance, and the more he got to know her, the more he felt dislike. For example, he didn't like her wearing black stockings on the hottest day of the year. On a campus full of bare-legged female students, she shamelessly wrapped up her not-so-thin legs, ready any time to walk the red carpet. He couldn't deal with her frequent candlelight dinner at six and a half weeks of dating or surprise gift at 99 days and other inspired dating milestones. He couldn't stand her showing him Vogue magazine every day, asking if this hairstyle or that necklace was pretty or not. Her idea of happiness was nothing but insatiable greed for material goods and committing the entire Vogue magazine to memory. She only read magazines and couldn't read books that didn't have pictures, but she loved to discuss reading materials with others. Indeed, she would never say, read a book. Her preferred terminology was reading materials. Lelia felt that her brain was always circulating at high speed over useless things. And inside that head, the stakes, handbags and little tuxedos had nothing to do with him. She had her strong outlook on life. She said women should be elegant and luxurious and enjoy romance. However, Lelia had never pondered such momentous questions. And he knew well he couldn't offer her continuing elegance and incessant romance. He thought she was like an elegantly decorated display home. On first inspection, it is extremely attractive, but once you actually move in, you suddenly realize just how inconvenient it is. Lelia felt that during the breakup, Shah's Ting was also drained. At the time, she shed tears, but only because she couldn't accept that she was the one being dumped. Her pain was not because of the breakup, but the fact it was the other person who suggested it, herself not having stood triumphantly on the active side. Now, having heard she had married a businessman, Lelya figured that her varied and lavish life dreams could probably be effortlessly realised. It had been a few years, but Lelya was completely incurious about her no matter how long it had been. This afternoon I went on MSN and spoke to classmate Wenza. She said to bring family members and asked me to come. The good thing about having been classmates was you always had a set social circle. The bad thing was that the circle was small. Should we go? Lei was a bit hesitant. Seriously, don't you have a heart? Your pal returns from abroad and you don't even want to see him. Your ex-girlfriend's moving into her new house and you don't want to congratulate her either? When Xia knew about Lei and Xiao Shui Ting's past, she never asked at length about these kinds of things but was occasionally unable to resist ridiculing Xiao Shui Ting's thick legs underneath her stockings. Lei knew she wasn't being insensitive, it was just her temperament and style. She never imagined any possible scenarios and didn't like to meddle in details not pertaining to herself. Are you going? Lelia didn't want Xiaonuan to go with him. He could imagine how the spectacle of Xiaonuan and Ting's meeting would be the focus of their other classmates. And Ting's aggression, paired with Xiaonuan's feistiness, would certainly not make for a pretty scene. He didn't want her to go out of protectiveness, and less trouble was better than more you don't want me to go? Go, Lelia thought for a moment and did not reveal his misgivings. In times like these, even good reasons sounded like excuses. For some things, paper just can't cover fire, even if he was trying to put this one out. How about I make this cake then? When and dismissed his hesitation. Her focus was still on the cake. Sure,
1: What you just heard was the fourth part of the story, titled, Rough Guest Couple, from the book The Sound of Salt Forming, Short Stories by the Post-80s Generation in China, published by the Foreign Language Teaching and Research Press in 2016. Rough Guest Couple tells a story of a young couple struggling to settle down in Beijing after graduation. Interwoven with simple, crisp, humorous, robust, and youthful expressions. The story draws an authentic picture of the life of a young Chinese couple in a big city. It is a journey full of financial struggle, love, tears, conflict, growth, and passion. Join us again next time for the final part of the story. I'm Huang Rei. See you next time.
2: Listening to Roughcast Couple, a short story selected from the book The Sound of Salt Forming, short stories by the post-80s generation in China, edited by Song Gong and Yang Qingxiang and published by the Foreign Language Teaching and Research Press. The author of the short story, Ma Xiaotao, was born in 1982. She is a member of the Chinese Writers' Association and an editor at People's Literature. She was the first prize winner in the New Concept Writing Competition in 2001.